0: What's up, you rebel-minded freaks? This is where we question everything and provoke the normality of the world, all in an effort to face ourselves and become better humans. That's what it takes to be rebel-minded. You in? Let's do this. Who, Who are we? Or who do we think we are? Who do we wish we were? Who do we plan to be? You know, these answers, they, they don't come easy. And it, it feels weird. If you guys have been following the Rebel Minded Podcast, you know that I kind of disappeared. And I'll go over this in the episode, but I wanted to informally come into this one kind of apologizing for disappearing, you know. I think that I have to be okay with my own actions, but I also have to be responsible for them. And I do know there there are people out there that listen. And finding consistency in what we do, in my opinion, doesn't come without believing in what you're doing. I think the reassessment the assessment and reassessment of what we do is constantly a necessity to be honest I've I've stumbled a lot I've stumbled a lot a lot and I had found some sort of consistency but there was something that was taking me out of my element of what I was doing of what I was trying to accomplish and for me it it a few years ago, I decided that I wanted to be of service, that I wanted to make a difference. And I knew that I had attributes that would give me that ability if I could only find my truth, my authenticity, if I could find my voice, if I could find courage to be completely myself in a world that tries to make you forget who you are or keep you from who you are or at least that's what i see i mean the world as a whole i think is is good but there's a lot of things that keep us from our best i guess so the important thing to me has been trying to find the best of what i can give but the best of what i can give can only be done by being the best version of myself in my opinion and this whole disappearance was necessary, regardless of the impulse of action, regardless of, you know, not letting anybody know what I was doing. It was important. And it took me a while to be okay with that, because I jumped out with a don't give a fuck attitude. Not that I didn't care about people. But I was stressed to the point where I couldn't give a fuck. And there's a lot of things that I found from the way, way far back view of what I was doing wrong and how I was still steps away from my authenticity and being real to all the people in the world. There, there's days that I still don't know how to approach anybody without sounding superficial, without creating the small talk. And... I don't think it's always fear. I think it's a conditioning like of being so repetitive that you don't know how to act otherwise. I honestly think that for some of us, finding our genuine selves and acting our genuine selves is one of the hardest things we'll ever do. But in my disappearance, I want one thing to be known is like I was never intending to give up on my path, on being of service, on trying to find out what I'm best at for other people. You know, I I have passion out there that I want to fulfill because I think it's my responsibility to, to give back to this world, to, to leave it a little bit better than uh, if I hadn't done this, you know, to, uh, if I leave the world, then hopefully it's better off. So I found a lot of excuses. I found that I was trying to fulfill an image of what I thought people needed from me rather than being myself. I found that I was in fear of doing a lot of things because I was afraid of what it might reveal. I was lacking courage, and I was giving myself limitations that made me resent and kept me from solution of finding answers for me and finding answers for other people. And so it kept me from being pure in my intention. It kept me from speaking from my heart, you know, and it kept me from being my best because when I left, I gave up on all things, or I paused on all things, I should say. Um, the gym, my diet, uh, my my writing, my meditations, my writing, writing twice, <laughs> journaling, I think is what I was going to say, Um, it, you know, and, and to kind of brings positivity to, to this situation. I just wanted to be real. First and foremost, I wanted to be real. But, but the positive of this is that you can only go so deep before you have to come back up, before you actually see something. And the key to me is just deciding that you're never going to give up on what you're trying to find. If you're just not giving up, then you're going to progress. If you're going to question everything, you're going to progress. If you're searching for love and compassion and guidance of other people and yourself, you're you're going to progress. So I wanted to bring that first and foremost to this episode as I come back into the world or at least my own world. My friends, my family, I'm coming back in closer to my genuine self and more compassionate and more understanding than I was before. And I'm releasing as much shame and self-deprecation and limitations uh, and excuses and bullshit that I can muster. I'm letting go of as much as I possibly can. And I'm, I'm slowing down in order to realize and be aware of all of these things and I think that was something really hard for me because I was trying so hard to be something different that I wasn't asking myself if it was real so let's get into the formal form (laughs) formality of the podcast let's let's move on let's get to the get to the layout and To all of you that do listen, I love you for listening, and I love you for letting me speak my mind, and I always want to be my best, and I always want to speak my voice in in a manner that actually helps others, or else what's the point? So that's my, that's the goal. That's what I'm after. And episode 40 hopefully gives you a little bit of insight to what absence can do for you, and a little bit of what it did for me. I love you guys. All my friends, all my peeps, welcome back. This is episode 40, On Purpose Absence, and what it can do for you. How have you been? (laughs) There's so much that I want to tell you, so I hope you're still around. I left my new world for a while, the one that you've been willing to be a part of. I know that a key component to our personal success is consistency, and that key I've never really had a great true hold of. First and foremost, I have to apologize to my crowd, to my corner, for disappearing without notice. It was unprofessional and may have given an outside perspective of doubt deep down I wonder if you truly do understand the sometimes difficult application of staying consistent. Maybe you're just happy to see me back, (laughs) because I sure am. Though stepping back in does come with some sort of a feeling that I'm not worthy to, but that is also beautifully human, to be flawed, and to make mistakes. And there is purpose behind the things that we do, all of it, seriously all of it, the good and the bad, the voluntary and the involuntary. We just have to put in the work to see it, which can be insanely difficult sometimes. And which is why I'm going to tell you about my absence. To explain, I did voluntarily step away from podcasting and blogging and creating my provoking content. I guess provocative as a definition can be left for up to because of the way that I approach, maybe a little bit soft, but it is me. I left mostly out of emotional impulse. Not the right way to do it, but I had reached a point of so much doubt and so much discomfort and helplessness and financial struggle and I had lost all ability to keep myself creative. I didn't know where it went. It just disappeared. I did not understand what was happening to me. All I knew is that I had to somehow replenish myself. I needed to understand what it was that I wasn't doing, and what I was doing that wasn't good for me. I deleted my social apps, I erased my vision board, and I let go of doing anything that had made an obligation to my success. Not because I didn't desire it, and because I was giving up, but because I didn't know how to do it anymore. I had lost the ability to see my vision. And it was time that I understood why things had slipped away from me. I went straight back to my old work, doing electrical service in order to overcome my lack of green papers, and gave up all my disciplines. I stopped going to the gym. I watched movies almost every night. I ate everything that I wanted, and I just let myself exist. And wow, like really wow, what a difference that made. I was working hard, but I was able to slow down. I wasn't researching, reading and writing, but I was able to relax. I wasn't doing any passion work, but I was able to think about desires and smile again. Mostly because I knew I was able to pause and make one thing feel certain, that I was okay, that I was going to be okay, that I can handle myself and that I can survive. I wouldn't say that I have a big life. I have a little pickup truck, an apartment with my docks bowl, I don't travel much, and I work enough to cover myself. And I can do it on my own. And sometimes that's all I need. And that doesn't mean, it's not to say that I don't aspire to be something greater. I definitely do. We all have dreams. They're meant to be there. They're telling us something. They're waiting for us to have the epiphany. They're waiting for us to fulfill them. It's insanely important that we listen to them. But there is a crucial step that we sometimes forget that leaves us an enormous and unpassable gap in our journey if we don't keep it consistently in mind. We have to love our journey. And to love our journey, we have to love ourselves. And to love ourselves, we have to accept that we are less than we are going to be right now. We have to see that who we are now is only a part of the future version of us. But at the same time, we are full. This isn't a cup being filled or a pie we are trying to make full. I am and you are a being that is constantly expanding. You're the blossoming flower, the shedding snake, the cocooning caterpillar. You're not ever really missing anything. You are becoming. You are ever growing. You're taking in, soaking up, and you're collecting. In the beginning of my journey, about four years ago, I had taken a huge step. I had never been so full of life. Everything was so new. And how could I not have motivation? How could I not have energy? I had my eyes open to new styles of fitness and dieting, spirituality, passion, self-control, motivation. Fuck, I felt on top of the world. And I had decided that I was going to make some huge waves. The problem wasn't that I was dreaming too big. It was that I didn't know how to play the small game, how to endure emotions, how to assume risk, how to consistently educate myself. Don't get me wrong be passionate always be passionate to the best of your ability it makes things feel alive our real progress though starts when we can stay in love with who we are and not just who we want to be the universe will tell you when you're ready or not confidence or not action or not you just have to show up you have to show up knowing that you will be judged and you will be measured Be ready for someone or something to knock your ass down. So, what is the greatest thing that I take away from my absence? What is it that you can take away from your own? For me, I had to understand one thing. My key to success means realizing that my key is very unique. That it's different than anyone else's. And so is yours. And so is the lock that begs for that key. Every time I think I've found my way, I've been tested. I've been tested on my truth more than my resilience. The world will continue to ask me, to ask you, is this your key? Is this your lock? And do they match? The easier our life is, the more important it becomes for us to question what it is we're actually doing. Because if we don't question, we may realize that someone else has convinced us to take a copy of their key. Someone else has convinced us to step through their locked door. And this isn't about going alone. We do this worldly thing together. But we walk our own path. Side by side with our best people. All with our own unique keys and aspiring locked doors. And if it hadn't been for me stepping away from my podcast and showing my face on Instagram, I truly don't know if I would have been able to step back and see that I was trying to fulfill an image rather than being true to myself. Our intention can be right. Our hearts can be pure. We can be of service and be the hardest workers in the room. But you damn well better be sure you're in the right fucking room. For me, I had to reassess. And to be completely honest... I still have a lot of that to do. I've listened to my heart, and now I need to have a logical conversation with myself about what's real and what's most effective for me. The provoking question I have for you today is, are you being true to your own path? Are you holding the key to your future or are you holding a copy of someone else's? Are you trying to fulfill an image of what you think people want you to be? Or are you truly being yourself and giving from your center? because we get sucked in by being enamored by being loved by being lusted after by being something that someone else has fallen in love with but are you in love with yourself and are you obsessed with an image of success that you betray the love and compassion you have to have to be consistent and enjoy your journey as i close i want every one of my friends out there to know I truly do want the best for you. My journey is successful when I know that your path is more clear and that you love yourself. The reason for that is because I know the struggle to do so. I want you to be your best. Not tomorrow, but today. And although I create in order to open your mind, I definitely don't create in order to convince it. I don't want to give you a key and a blueprint to life. I want you to create your own. I love you, I've missed you, you guys are such a big part of my own little world, just keep questioning, and keep loving, and stay rebel minded, Crete Soldier, out. Alright guys, if you're here, then you have some sort of connection or curiosity of what goes on, so from the bottom of my little hamster heart, thank you. Even through a mic, that's what we call connection. And my life always gets better and more clear with all the souls that I get to connect with. If you like what you're hearing, or you want to share your story with me and the podcast, which I would absolutely love, write in. Send me an email or send me a text. You can contact me through IG as Creed Soldier or email me at Zachary at ChaosCreed.com. That's Z A C K A R Y at dot And of course, if you're up to the challenge and curious about really speeding up your self-development and your potential and getting committed to bettering yourself, send me a notification with Getting Rebel Minded in the title. Even if all you need is that confidential space to talk, I'm here to give that to you. Share, like, and follow the podcast if it means something to you. Then you'll know when every new episode and interview has been published. I've always got more good things coming.